Writing Prompts Podcast. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Jarvis. That was perfect. Um, Jarvis and I were aspiring writers with one simple and very common problem. We never actually took the time to sit down and write. Mm, exactly. So to solve this issue, we are issuing a challenge. Each week you sit down and write a complete short story using three or four randomly generated words. Then we come on the podcast, we read a story, we talk about what we learned in reading it, and then we talk about the rest of the story sent in by you wonderful listeners. Exactly. We're simply here to help you do the right thing. A, a doof, doof media, media production. production. Um, how are you, Jarvis? How's it going? I'm doing really great. I've just been getting prepped for these summer classes, uh, enjoying a nice little break time, and thinking towards the future for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty, pretty nice. solid week so far. What about you? Yeah. Um, I just started some new meds, uh, mm-hmm. which is great. It's actually like just another version of the same thing. I w- was on the generic Wellbutrin, which is called like HCL bupropion or something. Yeah. Um, and then I'm now on something called a Plenzen, which I think is a name brand of a slightly different version of Plenzen. bupropion. I don't mm-hmm. know. But the point is, um, I was, my brain was very, very dark last week, like very, very bad. Mm. Um, and this week it is, um, slightly less. So, mm. um, which is good. That's a blessing. Yeah. Like rather yeah. than, uh, you know, thunderstorm that is like dragging ships to the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like, uh, cloudy, maybe like far off thunder. That, yeah. that kind of vibe. So like which still, is- still, still stormy, but the clouds have parted a bit. Yeah, it's still like threatening, uh, but it's like okay for now. So mm, yeah, which I mean, honestly, I think that is the uh, hidden best part about depression, right? Okay, is that, is that like you can have an awful month, a couple of like awful, awful months, maybe just like a couple of bad weeks, maybe even a a, a bad year, but for me, it always swings back. It's uh-huh. it's it's kind of like the pendulum in in a clock is like uh-huh. how I see it that okay. even though when you look over, it's always swinging left. It still swings, right? Some, sometimes you just have to pay attention to those times that it swings, that swings right and appreciate those times. Uh huh. Um, well, as someone who doesn't have manic depression slash bipolar, slash the <laughs> other ones that go back and forth, um, I don't really relate <laughs> to that personally. <laughs> um, although that is a very common thing. I know, I know some of the people, uh, that I'm very close to are, are, are like that as well. Um, mm-hmm. but no, I, I just, my, my pendulum fell over. It is stuck Damn. in, in the de- depresso side. Um, oh and it God. has been since seventh grade. So, Oof. um, well, <laughs> well, that said, so, you know, okay, we're, uh, this, this is today's tangent. Today's tangent is about my depression. Cause that's what I always talk about because th- th- that's, I'm a little self-absorbed in that way, but yeah. so well, I it, is, my... it is important mm-hmm. and it's pressing to you. You're very... Well, thank you, Jarvis. That's very nice of you. Um, well, I, so I have this new, you know, antidepressant that's like, mm-hmm. it's raising the floor of my brain chemicals. Um, and then I also am taking my Adderall a little bit more often now, um, which also gives me, you know, dopamine actually makes me like feel the ability to feel somewhat good some of the okay, time okay um 
And it's interesting because, like, I think sometimes I do have maybe a potential for mania. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, maybe I I have, like, had very small bursts of mania where, like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to change everything and everything's going to be good now. I've changed my perspective. This is my training point. Mm -hmm. If you follow my Twitter, you've probably seen me do that once or twice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, no, that's not true. That is not true. It's not no, true. It's not every no. every every now and then you'll it's you'll like, like post something like how do I get my life together? <laughs> yeah, it's like once every six months or so. But mm-hmm. then it's like you know those periods are not you know weeks long. It's like hours. It's like a day. Mm. Um. So I guess I haven't really classified them as that. Um. But I I, I think a lot of times I have like uh, a thought to myself of like oh yeah you know this you know I could change things this could be it. And I start to have like a little bit of like a little bit of like that flare of like that excitement. Mm-hmm. But then I remember how many times I've done that and utterly failed. Mm. And like, you know, how many times I tried to organize my life and like, you know, kept it up for a while, but it still wasn't enough. And I mm-hmm. still fell apart. And then I'm just like, okay, there's no point in getting excited just to get disappointed again. And I just like, don't let myself go down that mental yeah. path. You like means, gas, you like gaslight your yourself back into your depression. Well, it's not really gaslighting. It's just like this. It's just being cynical. It's just like I guess so. Yeah. Cynical. This this excitement is an illusion. It's like a mirage, and if I go towards it, I'm still going to be in the desert. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, why why should I subject myself to that? And then I so I don't take it, and I stay in the depression. I go back and forth on like how much of that is just like me how much of my depression is just like the mentality and how much of it is my actual brain chemicals not working right Mm -hmm. because it's definitely both (laughs) oh yeah it's definitely a a a mixture of both and i've definitely had those moments like a lot when it's like yeah everything's gonna be great i have this this and this that that you know i can do yesterday was yesterday i was super depressed yesterday but today is a is a new a new day um, but I too fall back into those like pit uh, to those pitfalls. How I see my own is that like I can be walking throughout my uh, my life on a given day, having a fairly good good day, but then the wrong thought hits at the wrong time, and then bam, I just fell, and then I'm down for like for like months. But I mm-hmm. think especially when I do get into those really excited, possibly manic moments, I I find that it's almost you have to suspend your disbelief in your yeah. own feelings. Yeah. To yeah. where you just have to go with it, even though, yes, it is a illusion. It is a mirage. It, it is your brain doing something crazy, trying to do A, B, and C. But even though we know this, it is, I guess, our job to sort of willingly walk in that lie. Because that lie mm-hmm. can make us feel better. Yeah, yeah, I've been thinking that too. Or have like, yeah, some notes about that. I'm just like, should I just buy into this hope that I know is false? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, buy. I in. don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, mm-hmm. um, especially when like when you collapse back and then you've told everyone that you're better and then you have to tell everyone, hey, actually, no, that that was just me getting excited. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, false alarm. Ugh, uh, yeah, everyone, go back. Put the put the cake away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Honestly, some sometimes I feel so sorry for like the the friends that I see every day because it's just like, damn, yo, I'm so sorry that 
I've been three different people today. <laughs> oh no! I, I I really don't mean it. It's literally just mm. my uh, my brain fighting me. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Mm. I'm just trying my best over here, y'all. Sorry, yeah, I'm just trying best. But hey, thanks, thanks for being here, bud. Thanks for mm-hmm. <laughs> th- yeah, thanks yeah. for sticking around. Appreciate um, it. Mm. Um, yeah. So unrelated, just one more thing I want to say before we actually do the podcast. Yes. Um, and, and thank you for your input on that, Jarvis. That does help. Of course. Um, but uh, so I've, I've been packing up my apartment. I just like moving to another place in the city. And um, I came across one of my old notebooks and I was like flipping through it. And it's like a complete mishmash of like the, the it, from the back. There's notes from like one club that I was a part of. I've got my literary theory at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in like in the middle there's like some diary stuff um, from the last couple months. And then I also found my creative writing notes and it was cool. There's a bunch of little lines in there um, and, and notes that I've kind of forgotten about that I think would be really relevant. So I think mm-hmm. um, maybe next week or something, I'll read them out or something um, or otherwise make them available. Cause there's a lot of just like little notes that I think are good guidelines. Maybe I'll just put it together on a Google doc and um uh, put it online for y'all to read if you want to um mm, I would love so to yeah just it, yeah. just uh penkov's pen, penkov's advice so, <laughs> miroslav's advice uh rest yeah. in peace he isn't dead but i haven't seen him in a long time <laughs> <laughs> yeah he told me don't become an editor you're gonna hate it and i was like fuck <laughs> okay thank you miroslav <laughs> oh god yeah never never have i seen a like teacher that is more cynical than than, than yeah. me. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a couple. Uh, there was another. I went to this panel on like, hey, what can you do with the humanities majors in mm-hmm. careers and stuff? And so there was like several like English, you know, related careers. Um, and yeah, one was just a professor from the college, and he was like, yeah, don't don't do that. Don't become a professor. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it, unless if you like, this is your one dream. Mm-hmm. Don't because uh it just it sucks in a lot of ways yeah um and it's also extremely difficult to to get into properly Mm -hmm. anyway um all right that's my little those are my stories thank you for indulging me jarvis and and (laughs) as i talk about a bunch of things that i've been thinking about of course um, i I love our little chats thank you and uh y'all listening please let us know if you want me to um yeah put that stuff online somehow and what what form would you like to receive it um I just want to say in general, you know, people have been really active on the Discord. It's been fantastic. And uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate that stuff. I've not been engaging nearly as well not as I want to. Yeah, you should hop on there a bit um, because, yeah, people say really, really, really interesting things. Mm-hmm. And um, the very last thing is that it was super encouraging, y'all. Um, I, I posted this week's words like super late. Um, uh, you know, our words were out because the podcast was out, but like the actual post, I kind of took forever on, but, um, within like minutes of me posting, there was already a story on there. So that's awesome. Y'all people were uh, waiting, which is really great to Mm -hmm. see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really, yeah. It makes me feel like, um, the stuff that we do is actually like valuable and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Um, but speaking about stories, uh, mm-hmm. We have a story that we're going to read on the podcast, um, and it's by Just Stand Eight Four Six Zero. Yeah, um, yeah. What were the words this week, Travis? Yeah, so the words for this week were stumble, portrait, youth, and delay. And the title mm-hmm. of Just Stand's story is "The Fine Wine of a 
Supping Vine. Yeah, that's so that's a fun little title. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I'll just get. I think it's Supine. But Sup- supine, probably. Supine. I don't. Hold on. Let me look up what Supine means. Mm-hmm. I've heard it before. Yeah, because I've heard that phrase, uh, Supine Vine, previously. Um, but I heard. Supine it... Vine does not return any uh, Google search results. Really? Then, then maybe it's something that my grandmother said because she uses mm-hmm. a lot of phrases for what that it has so many older words in it yeah it it certainly could be an aphorism it just just google didn't tell me mm-hmm. um so supine has a couple of definitions um so i guess i, I want to include this you know usually we we don't include us googling words um but i think it's relevant mm-hmm. um one it's uh, a person lying face upward that's supine mm-hmm. position but then two Failing to act or protest as a result of moral weakness or indolence. Mm. Um, example, they remain supine in the face of terrible wrongdoing. I've never heard that before. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I've only heard about the, the, the position. I've never heard about mm-hmm. um, Which I it guess morally. That, it, that sort of carries over because I guess since they were, they were supine as sound mm-hmm. some, some law was, was passed, it means that they're... Um, useless that they're just sitting mm-hmm. their face up very mm-hmm. vulnerable in that i could imagine that yeah. yeah um yeah uh okay i'm gonna start reading the fine wine of a supine vine by just stand 8460 jen you can't tell a soul i don't even have the job yet it's only word of mouth i'll get an official offer next monday in time for the school board meeting Brit. Oh, of course. Steel trap. I am happy for you, though. You'll be great. Hank. Hey, so did you hear back from your interviews? I hadn't heard anything from you recently. Brit. No, they haven't called. But between you and me, I actually heard from someone who also applied that they have verbally given her the job. Hank. Oh, who was it? Brit. Jen. Hank. She told you that? Yeah, I, I don't even know. I didn't even know she had applied. If I did, I probably wouldn't have even bothered trying. Her whole family works for the schools, after all. Oh, I'm sorry, Britt. You would have been great for that job, too. I know, I'm pretty bummed still. But you can't read the word of this. But you can't read the word of this. It's not official yet. She told me not to tell anyone, but I know I can trust you. Totally understood. Not a word. I can be your sounding board any day. Laura. Hey, babe, how was work? Hank. Hey, honey, it was fine. Same old. Laura. Did you get my text about stopping at the store on your way home? Yep, I left the bags in the car. Let me put my laptop in the office and I'll go get them. By the way, I ran to Brit at the store. Guess who is going to replace Owen's teacher after winter break? Brit? Gentocola. Really? Britt told you that? Mm-hmm. Didn't Jen graduate with you? Two years after me. Wow, that's disappointing. It figures, though. Her whole family works for the schools. Poor Britt. She'll get in. I just hope she doesn't have to move away just to find a job. That'd be the day. She didn't even move out of the house for college. Mom and Dad always joked that they would have to evict their own daughter. It's kind of sad. She loves this town so much. 
Yeah, she's a true townie. She's a true townie. Book club leader, Tina. Okay, so I guess we have to talk about this book at some point tonight. Chelsea, write a toast to books. Ashley, someone's feeling the holiday spirit. Book club leader, Tina. Haha, no need to chop Chelsea off. Does anyone need more wine? Otherwise, you could just stumble your way over to the living room. Here you go, Laura. You're drinking the red, right? Ashley, I actually read this one. I kind of liked it. Laura, I skimmed it. I didn't vote for it, though. I am a little sick of Nicholas Sparks and his damn brackish waters. Can he write something that doesn't take place in the Carolinas? Yeesh, Chelsea. Chelsea, yeesh. I guess if Reese Witherspoon didn't tell you to read it, then there's no point, huh? Laura, meh, I'm just not as much in your picks lately. Book club leader, Tina. Oh, has anyone heard from Brit? I don't want to start if she's still on her way. Laura, she can't make it. We can go ahead. Book club leader, Tina. Oh, okay. I hope she's feeling well. Hey, did you ever hear back about the teaching job? Not yet. Ashley. I heard the basketball coach's daughter had applied. Jen, I think is her name. Chelsea. Oh, cause that's what we need. Another member of the Tacola another member of the Tacola royal family impacting the fine youth of our community. Don't we hear enough about her uncle don't we hear enough about her uncle's posse in the paper? Since when do sheriffs need a posse anyway? What is this, the OK Corral? Ashley. The what? Laura. Well, you didn't hear this from me, but apparently Jen has been unofficially offered the job already. Britt mentioned that to Hank yesterday. I wasn't going to say anything, but she's pretty upset. That's probably why she didn't come tonight. Sean. Hello? Jen. Sean. Oh, Sean. I don't know what to do. Sean. Look, Jen, you can't call anymore. We have to end this. I'm choosing to stay with Ashley. This was a mistake. This was a mistake. She knows. I told her everything. Her and I are going to attempt to work things out. If I am going to really give this a try, though, it's best I cut off all contact with you. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Brit. Hello, this is Brit. Barb, the admin. Hi, Britt. This is Barb from the superintendent's office. Is now a good time to talk? Britt. Yeah, now is fine. Barb, the admin. Good. Well, I just wanted to express how impressed we all were of your interviews and wanted to thank you for your time. We really enjoyed getting to know you. Britt. Of course, it was my pleasure. Barb, the admin. I apologize for the delay in getting back to you. This was a difficult decision. As you may know, we had some great candidates for the opening of the third grade teacher at Swiss Lane Elementary. However, I wanted to tell you first to let you know that we would like to offer you the position. Britt. Oh, that's, that's fantastic news. Barb the admin. Now, with our unfortunately short time frame, we were hoping you could make the transition by the time school starts up again in January. Britt. Absolutely. That 
won't be a problem. <clears throat> All right, cool. So I really did enjoy this story. I love how this slight little rumor word of mouth had spread to so many different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it really shows you like the sort of life track of a rumor. Um, mm-hmm. while, while also with the form itself solely focusing on a dialogue brings us really close to these characters and we get a mm-hmm. strong sense of how each person talks and uh, interacts without ne- without necessarily needing a whole bunch of description around these moments, which I think is mm-hmm. really great. And it really does accomplish the main goal of this story, which, you know, focusing mm-hmm. on the word of mouth and the power of words from person to person. Absolutely. Um, turn your game down just like a little bit further down, I think, if sure. you can. Um. Yeah, it's like just under peaking, but it's like mm. close. Okay. I see. Um, yeah, I'm just letting you know, it's not like a. I, I think I'm actually too quiet this episode, which is a little frustrating. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, yeah, the focus on the dialogue, and um, I liked how we kind of did get some of the scenery, not necessarily any specific visuals, but just like the vibe. Like we know what a kitchen table talk looks like. We know what a book club is supposed to look like. Like. Yeah, that's all the details that we need. Um, And we got, you know, some of the other context for just how they're being talked about. You know, at the very end, it's a phone call and we can just can tell uh, by the way that Brit answers the phone. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, the the theme here is interesting. Um, It's, you know, they talk about or in the comments, uh, Walker by Faith and Justin were talking about how... um, yeah, it just takes like a broken link um, in, in those secrets. And, you know, each time it makes sense, right? Just to talk to your loved ones. You know, lo- looking back, um, I kind of was trying to figure out what everyone's relationships were, right? Um, so Jen and Britt are friends, right? Britt is brothers with Hank, uh, which is why she's telling stuff about it. Um, and then Laura and Hank are married. That one was, I think, the most obvious relationship. Um, and then Laura is at this book club. Um, where Ashley gets told about Jen probably getting the job. Um, Sean and Jen are apparently uh, likely to, they're having an affair. And then Britt, of course, is about to get the job. The one I wasn't entirely sure on, so Sean and Ashley are together with Jen having the affair. There sort of was an implication with how this rumor thing worked that like, um, Ashley maybe lost, or, Jen maybe lost the position because of the rumor coming out. Um, and I, I think I can kind of like imagine some scenarios where that makes sense. Um, but I wasn't entirely sure. Like I'm imagining that maybe like Sean is also important in the like administration. Cause it seems like a lot of these people are in the school stuff. Um, and that maybe, you know, Ashley hearing about uh, Jen getting off of the position, maybe that's like her finding out that like Sean is giving uh, Jen a favor, maybe. Um, and so with the confrontation and everything, she gets told off that way. That's so. That's kind of what I was guessing at. What do you think? Yeah, I can... I can really see that. I mean, that's really reading into the sub to subtext in the brat in the background of this story. But there is some sort of connection there between Jen and um, Sean, 
And mm-hmm. I feel that that nepotism probably did did play play a part, mm-hmm. um, especially since I forgot who, but there was one one character that that was mentioned that I think they were on the job longer than Jen, right? Um, maybe I mm-hmm. I don't remember that specifically. Okay, but Very yeah, so there is some some sort of hidden wrong wrongdoings happening behind the uh, scenes here. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a valid uh, hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For the events, for them to make like perfect sense to me, I think it just needed like a little bit more of just of yeah, what Sean's relationship is to the job stuff. Um, but also, it's not entirely necessary. You know, I'm, I I can imagine these connections just through what the theme is supposed to be, right? That you know, letting these secrets out and um, keep having these exceptions, and it's going to uh yeah it's gonna get out and hurt things um then again you know if it helped uncover the secret of an affair maybe that was a good thing Mm -hmm. um yeah on it i i was looking at like where did the chain like break where was it really not okay right um you know i think Britt did a good job of conveying to hank like hey don't tell anyone but then hank told laura without really conveying that at all mm-hmm. um i think he's just like the, the yeah, main agent you know, of this uh, rumor being spread yeah 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 where like laura spread it too but i don't think she knew how significant you know i i don't think she heard the significance from brit mm-hmm. of how important it was not to share that information yeah, so this uh, is all hank's fault Oh yeah, it's it 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 really is all Hank's fault because Hank was the only one that actually got a verbal warning on not to share the information. Now it could go into the agency of the other characters to realize that maybe I shouldn't tell other people about this, but they they're like they had no stake in the game, so there's no reason for them not to tell others about this. Yeah, yeah, um, I think so too. Where like yeah, they just just didn't didn't know that they weren't supposed to mm-hmm. um of course brit probably shouldn't have told hank i guess especially if he's prone to doing this sort of thing but anyway yeah so it's an interesting thing being done here um you definitely um uh, justin gave me a workout and and coming up with voices for all these people um i think i may have used the same voice once or twice i don't know how differentiated they all were but i i hope it was a all right performance um you know there's something difficult about conveying like every single dialogue line in here is labeled it's much more like um like a script kind of vibe Mm -hmm. and i wasn't sure whether i should read them out or not um you know there was some parts especially when there's just two characters that it really wasn't necessary for me to say it every time but then we got to that book club scene and like of course i have to say it every single time um because there's no the only dialogue tags are just those names Mm -hmm. so um yeah just that translation i guess over from um textual to uh to 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 auditory yeah to Mm -hmm. something read out loud is is difficult Mm -hmm. yeah but i think that the choice of just having that that dialogue within the story was was a good choice uh it really does mediate the focus it does keep this this short this story brief even though it is um fairly longer than a normal brief story should i say um, but yeah, overall, I just think that this is a really great story that is working with so many different a- a- elements that none of them take too much time in the lime uh, limelight, and it is all leading towards the uncovering of this affair, which I really did like. I, I really did like that stinger 
at the end. So great job. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the, the theme being explored here is, is um, well explored um, nice and easily. So um, nice and clearly, I mean, mm-hmm. um, all right. Is there anything else we want to say about the story before we move on to the listener submitted stories? No, I think that's it. Really great job. Just, just Dan eight, four, six, zero. And all right. It's high time. We're on into our listener submitted stories section. So, uh, the first story we will be talking about is is Walker by Faith story, Holy Spirit activity, uh, Holy Spirit activate. Yeah, what a fun little um, <laughs> line. Uh, yeah, I really, really, really did like the story, um, and uh, yeah, it was something that I was enjoying exploring. I'm kind of glad I didn't read it out loud because uh, I don't know how much how well i would have performed the preaching Mm. um but anyway we have uh this teenager sitting um in a church while the preacher preaches and he's very you know angsty teenager he's kind of complaining about everything and snickering and it just in his head you know heckling um but he's also thinking about the problem that he's having as this sort of the, the the preaching sort of gets to him despite him like not really paying attention um and he's thinking about how he tried to basically like he and his girlfriend nearly had sex. And then when she said no, he kind of like tried to manipulate her into it. And he feels like guilty about that and is, you know, just really some interesting stuff here going on about like how guilty he should feel. Um, I really like the thought or the, the line. It didn't even work, though. Rob thought we didn't do anything, which means like, you know, maybe I shouldn't feel guilty because it's not like I actually carried through with like you know me trying to coerce her into doing something she didn't want to do well she still said no so it didn't work so therefore it's not that bad um anyway the point is just it's really clear like yeah that this kid is like struggling um with his just dealing with his hormones and romance and not being a bad person um and it finishes with him remembering this girl that died in and from a teenage childbirth and you know, that scares him regarding his girlfriend now. And, you know, he kind of gets overwhelmed by the uh, preaching and just gets filled with, you know, emotion. And uh, he comes with this thought, you know, it's height of the emotional energy. Um, we'll get married, <laughs> which is so, uh, it's so teenage, it's so teenage. Very much so. Yeah. And I think I, I, I do love that energy that's coming from this story. Uh, it, it it is mi- it is mixing a lot of these re religious preaching moments with which I I love how they were they were written out with all of the extended words the um, shifting in emphasis on uh, words I think it was like really really well well done and I love how beyond that there is a actual story being 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 told here um, a story about love but a story all about childness childishness. Um, so yeah, I think that this story is a really nice, nicely balanced one that gives us a lot of great things to to think about. So great job. Yeah, um, you know, this is some stuff that I I think anyone uh, born and raised male like has mm-hmm. struggled with at some point. Honestly, um, I'm of a extremely radical position that just like the default should just be puberty blockers, and then like you know if you can opt into hormones if you want at some point Mm. you know choose your puberty whenever because i really don't think growing up with testosterone as you're like forming your morality i think that's terrible i think it's 
I mean, obviously, I'm a little bit biased um, <laughs> as someone little. who doesn't want to be a boy anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, so you're just like, yeah, I think the struggle is like really common and like mm-hmm. it's kind of fucked up. Um, I find it interesting, you know, he's like overcome with this emo- emotion. He's like, yeah, I have the solution um, of me like not being a bad person and coercing her into sex is just like, it'll be okay if we're married, which is mm. so interesting though, because he was just worried about like teenage pregnancy you know this this girl that died because she was pregnant too young and so he's worried about that with his girlfriend um being married is not going to solve teenage pregnancy nope like (laughs) unless if you're talking about waiting until marriage but that's not really clear is it um so yeah if he if he gets decides to get married while they're like 16 or 17 or whatever and then she still gets pregnant it's still yeah it's still teenage so um yeah, it it's interesting though, like yeah, how mm-hmm. the preaching worked and sort of, you know, uh, entered his head. I, I know Walker by Faith is a pastor himself, and I mm-hmm. thought that this was really interesting, just you know, coming from his perspective. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of monologuing at this point, but like particularly like, you know, the yeah, the way that the preaching is spelled out, it's kind of exaggerated. It's very like Southern, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord and all this stuff, right? And um you know usually when i read that sort of thing it's more of like a like a parody right or it's making fun mm-hmm. of it right especially to just like oh it sounds kind of like uneducated and other stuff but it seems like in this like maybe you know is you know we're in this teenage angsty voice perspective and like maybe um on some levels like it isn't you know it, it's not like as sacrosanct as maybe you know it is treated in real life mm-hmm. like it is maybe being made fun of here a little bit but also there's a it, sincerity it, to it yeah and it affected this kid you know maybe not in like specifically the most productive way but like it's clearly helping him a little bit trying to figure stuff out right mm-hmm. um and it's not like it, it's not like he got an instruction from the church to do a specific thing and then it and that that thing was bad it was just general advice that was affecting his thinking mm-hmm. yeah general ad ad advice but i really do like um how it is affecting this kid because because this story really does show us these sort of gaps in logic um between this kid hearing this and between how the kid is thinking uh hearkening back to our conversation just a couple of uh, seconds ago about how even if they were to get married it would still be a teenage pre- a teenage pre- uh, pregnancy i enjoy how that sort of in that sort of incongruity and gap in in logic is present here because it really does show us a lot about the conditions and the living experience of being a a a youth where you are at at one point you have religious teachings coming in mixing with wants mixing with desires so yeah there's there's just a a lot happening within this story within such a small contained moment that i really liked Mm-hmm. yeah very entertaining mm-hmm. um okay who's the last story we're talking about this week yep so our last story is by ace of sword with making contact yeah so um this is in that other series i, I think the last entry last week um where we had this young superhero chasing this uh guy with a cane who also has superpowers and now we have it from um that man's perspective which is an interesting one he seems very like put together and um so it's just a little bit we get a sort of perspective on on this new teenage superhero uh before uh the hair um or just hair um confronts several supervillains i think um it's a little 
uh, confusing exactly like who's on what side, but we have this van screeching to a halt um, with um, this uh, villain in a unreadable face mask. Um, and then there's also a giant rabbit with a rat boy, um, a rat boy falling onto this giant rabbit that has this stone colored covered teenager on it. The, the point is there's a lot going on at once. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's interesting. Um, you know, it says finally the first three were all in the same place and it's not clear, you know, the rat boy and the stone teenager, I think are two of those. I can't tell if the jackalope, the giant jackalope is, uh, I, like one of those three or if it's just like a different it's interesting it's it's just like a, a setup for a lot of stuff going on at once mm-hmm, yeah and i do like how this story has has gotten to this point to where the status quo has has been set previously so now this introduction of this three being in the same place is gonna act to disrupt that status quo which i really do like within within a story that's um, a pretty much longer story, really, really good, but a but a, a a long run run story. I do like how this seems that it's going somewhere and is maybe leading towards a a, a climax or a conclusion, uh, which I really mm-hmm. like. And the writing, of course, is 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 great as 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 always. And I like how it's not focusing too much on a action scene, um, and how there's more happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I think it might be a little bit before we get to, uh, a climax. It kind of seems like this is more like the, the setup to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I definitely like these characters that are being put together. You know, I like rat boys and jackalope, um, this, and this stuff about a Lord Cyborg. (laughs) Um, yeah, 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 no, the stuff about Lord, uh, Lord Cyborg is, is really, really cool. Um, but yeah, thank you very much to uh, Ace of Sword for submitting your story. And it's mm-hmm. high time to give a big old do the right thing. Thank you to everyone who did submit your story. So thank you very much to Walker by Faith, Ace of Sword, and Justin8460. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we really appreciate um, yeah y'all sending in your stories and the discussion that we see down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it's always fantastic to see, especially you know, when we're really depressed and having trouble uh, posting the words on time and, you know, we still get stories and that's really nice. So thanks, yeah. y'all. Yeah. And and also thank you to Just Stand, Walker by Faith and uh, Ace of Sword for leaving comments. I love to, to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. So if you want to be like all these wonderful writers and submit your story to do the right thing, go to reddit.com slash slash do the right thing. Uh, sit down for 30 minutes and use uh, three other words from the end of this podcast to write your story mm-hmm. yes yes and if you want to see the words as soon as they come out you can see that on twitter at at, at right thing cast we try right. to post the words uh directly after our recording so it'll be there for you to, to, to see and get to writing on Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in addition, there's always so much going on here at Doof Media. Consider going to check out the Doof Media calendar, um, which is posted on our uh, main section of the webpage. And there you can find all of the stuff that's that's coming up. I've been still catching up with Pale Reflections. Um, I am caught up with Pale, and it's so it's so cool. It's there's so much cool shit going on at this point. Um, I really like sort of a a conclusion that some characters just reached um that was really really nice um and i'm really looking forward to reading more i'm really excited to hear what elliot and ruben 
you know, say about it, but I'm so far behind on the, the show. So I really got to work to catch up. Got to listen at three times speed. Um, <laughs> just to just to intake all that, um, that patented doof uh, literary analysis. Um, all right, Jarvis, let's find out what the words are for this week. Uh, so the so the words for this week are bland, fashion, quaint, and painter. Oh wow, these are great. This is very mm. much in in theme, obviously. Um, uh, yeah, no, this is gonna this is gonna be great. Um, all right, so bland, which is for something to not be interested, uh, interesting, and uh, not have a lot of flavor, be very mm-hmm. monotone, be very uh, grayscale, be very uh, beige. That's what I would uh, yeah. associate with it. Basic. Or just unsalted mashed potatoes. <laughs> um, you know, um, what's uh, what's another one um, that's not gruel? Gruel, I guess. Or just, what's the thing that's always like the most bland food that's like always given to... Oh. You know, poor kids, poor orphan kids like, at like terrible slop, schools. Gruel, I'm pretty slop, sure. It's slop, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah. So just not very interesting. Fashion is just the art of um, tailoring one's uh, appearance. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what what clothes to put together and how to put together, and what kind of colors and what's like in and what's out. And um, very very interesting. I've been pretty into thrifting for a while now. I really really enjoy that aspect of of fashion. Um, Mm-hmm. And of course, that goes pretty well with bland as well as the next word, quaint, which is for something to sort of be cute in its smallness. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of the association I have. Um, let me actually just Google a proper definition because I don't think I've ever looked at it. Yeah, I've I've always heard people used it and have used it, but mm-hmm. never. So, yeah, yeah, uh, it says uh, attractively old fashioned um, mm. or attractively unusual. So very... Yeah, like old yeah, cottages, I think is very specifically Point, that. Yeah. Um, it's a, you know something small and perhaps not like conventionally good, but just because it's you know has this like old charm, it's kind of cute. Mm-hmm, yeah, like a uh, vintage stuff. Mm-hmm. Can a be bit quaint. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And last one, a painter is someone who paints. Um, and of course, there's plenty of metaphors you can do with painting. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, just a. a kind of occupation that some artists have so there's Mm -hmm. a lot to do with these um and i'm very interested to hearing your story cool 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 so i'm about to tell my story but first i have to say what this month's theme is uh Mm -hmm. so for this wonderful month the theme is heroes that can mean anything that it really does to you a hero is typically someone who says someone else someone who is an all-around good person but i want you to take your own spin on it Give mm-hmm. us your own version of a hero or maybe someone that is a hero but isn't completely a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to take this. Obviously, there's the mythic archetypes of heroes and what mm-hmm. they mean. There's a lot of definition of what they could be. Um, you know, there's a lot of discourse around how easily we throw the word around. You know, who are heroes? Are, are all soldiers heroes? Are all fighter yeah. fighters heroes? I think mm-hmm. anyone who saves people, you, could, you can call them that. Um, anyone who help someone else i think or fights evil or etc 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 um what does it mean to like take the title of a hero without being one truly mm-hmm. um or do we have to measure anti-hero? up to heroes mm-hmm. yeah is that something that we should aspire to be or is that sort of you know uh like a unhealthy 
myth and to, to measure yourself against. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of themes that are explorable here, and I'm excited to see what y'all come up with. But Jarvis, real quick, give me your 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 uh, millisecond story. You got one millisecond. One millisecond, is, cool. Which is a thousand seconds. A thousand um, seconds, got Yeah, because it. it's got it's a million, but it's French. It's a million in French mm. is actually uh, a, a thousand. And so a millisecond in French is a thousand seconds. A thousand seconds. Oh, I have plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Please don't take all of them. I will not. Uh, so the okay. quaint painter who loves wearing the same overalls that, that she always does has never been one for fashion. Until a huge blotch of white bland paint splattered across her her uh her overalls, the white paint reaching from her left pant leg all the way to her left shoulder, but only on the left side. Uh, three people walked by, and two of them looked and said, "Damn, that's some drip." <laughs> Is it? And that, that's it. That's it. Wow, goddamn. Well, we can only hope to have that much uh, drippy mm-hmm. paint drippy, on drippiness. us. So, drippy uh, drippiness. What is your two-sentence mm-hmm. story? Mm-hmm. Um, there was a really rich person that was trying to be good at things. Um, they tried being a painter, but everyone was like, that's kind of, the, their parents were like, that's quaint but no one really liked it that much. So then they tried to get into fashion, but everyone was like, mm, that's kind of bland. That, in fact, that's what they were trying to do. They were like trying to make bland like in, but it was really boring and not mm. interesting. And everyone's like, okay. And then they got really, really sad and they uh, wiped their tears with all of their money because they were really rich. Nice. And, um, but then uh, they, uh, they uh, decided to, uh, just stop being rich so they, they could be more interesting and they gave all of their money away mm-hmm. um, and then it was like okay that's a start oh well now nah. <laughs> nice mm-hmm. wow well I think trying so so many things even if you're not totally good at them is the right thing to do it's the right thing to do mm-hmm. uh, thank you for for do the right thing yeah thank you to do the thank you thank you to it, it, I would like to thank our sponsors do the right thing um, yeah, yeah. thank you for, so long. for sponsoring.